Welcome to the Spiro Podcast, managing your real estate photography and videography business. With your hosts, Todd Kivimaki and Craig Magro. Hey, welcome to another edition of the Spiro Real Estate Media Video Podcast. Spiro is a software platform for real estate media companies and professionals to manage and grow your business. And the video podcast is designed to really tackle the questions of our business, not so much the creative side of things. Lots of great resources out there on camera bodies and lenses and how to shoot video and how to shoot photos. Um, But the business side of things is what we really want to help you grow in uh, through this video podcast. So uh, our co-host and founder and owner of Spiro, Todd Kivimeki, is with me this morning. And uh, in future episodes, we're going to have other industry professionals join us as well, uh, just so that we can collaborate as a community through this podcast to really empower you to run your business and enjoy what you're doing. So Todd, how's it going this morning? Oh, we are doing great here. Another exciting day. It's busy season. So if you're watching this close to the air date, it's busy season. So this is always an exciting time, but it's fun to see a lot of jobs come through and uh, to uh, be out there with the agents. Absolutely. So each week we're we're going to try and keep these brief because we we know that uh, you are busy as you know as a a viewer and as a, a real estate media professional. You've got a lot going on, especially during the the busy season. So we're going to tackle just one question a week um, that we've had questions come in to us about this, or or we've seen these in some of the Facebook groups and the, the social media groups. So we want to keep it somewhat brief but really give you some great content to, uh, to really grow your business with. So the question this week, Todd, is what are the different ways that we can receive payments? And the second part of that question is how can I minimize not getting paid? So let me, let me give an example. Um, when I was running my business, I would invoice my, my clients after I had delivered the edited photos, the, the video walkthrough tour, and... Um, I, I had payment terms of 30 days net. Most of the time, my clients were really, really good. They, they would pay on time and they, they were very conscientious about that. But every once in a while, you know, you had a few people that would be late in their payment and I'd have to wait for that and send out reminders. And, and I had systems to do that automatically. And most of the time, people would pay. But over the course of four years of my business, I had a couple instances where the realtor actually never paid me for the work that I had done. Didn't have any complaints. They weren't unhappy with the work that I knew of, but I never got paid. And so I had to write that that off. And none of us want to want to write off and not get paid for our work. So Todd, what are some of the ways that, that people can set up their invoicing? I, there, there's different ways to handle this. Yeah, there's many different ways. The first thing is, and this almost goes without saying it anymore, but pain should be easy. So if you think about all the big systems that we use as consumers, uh, the the big platforms out there, uh, the Amazons, the all of the above, they make it super simple for you to buy. And that's what we have to remember as consumers, we need to make it very easy for our clients, the realtors to buy and pay. Uh, You know, historically, looking back, I remember the days of uh, 18 years ago, I, I had some agents still deliver me money in cash. Um, I, they had um, most of check. And I don't think I had a credit card until 
probably about 2005 or a credit card machine until about 2005, 2008. So it was, it was done differently. Now, almost everyone expects to pay via credit card and it needs to be simple. So that's the first thing to understand. Also, you need to understand that there is a cost involved with accepting credit cards. So you're typically going to be in about a 3% range that you're going to pay to the credit card company. Now that can, that can go down as you do a higher volume with the credit card company, but you should factor in about 3% that you're going to pay in processing fees. So those are some of the initial things that I just wanted to mention uh, to think about as you begin pricing your products, your services, your time, that that is, as your revenue grows, that 3% is a chunk. You know, every year as WOW grows, uh, as our photo company and video company grows, I look at that processing fee, I'm just like, oh, it's a lot of money. It's just the cost of doing business, though. So uh, that's just one thing to keep in mind. Now, as far as invoicing, you can do it many different ways. There's a lot of invoicing systems out there. Hopefully, you have an automated way. So hopefully, you're putting jobs into a system. The job is, tr the job is being tracked throughout the system. And then eventually, it gets to a point that it needs to invoice the client. Hopefully, that's all done automatically. I remember the days of typing out emails and keeping track of things on a flip notebook. Uh, you don't want to do that today. That's not good for you. That's not good for your clients. In fact, our first real hire at WOW uh, over six years ago, I hired him because I was literally six months behind in invoicing. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So the funny thing is, Craig, I actually had real estate agents calling me saying, hey, can you send me an invoice? <laughs> and uh, for those of you that in the industry that have worked with real estate agents for a while, and I love them, they've paid my bills and they're, they've been great to me for 18 years. But when a realtor calls you and says, hey, can I pay you? You know, you're really far behind. So you don't want to put your business in that type of jeopardy to be that far behind. And that's not good service to your clients. Right, right. So as far as invoicing, uh, you should be in a system. Now, uh, we, we, of course, use Spiro. And Spiro makes it very easy for us to invoice the agents. It has many different options. It's fully automatic. And it, um, it's super simple for the agents to use. Now, a few different ways that you can think about invoicing your client during the timeline of the job is either they can pay before they submit the order. So on the order page, they select the bundle that they would like and uh, before they allow the order to go through, they need to pay. The second way that you can think about in, uh, invoicing or getting paid is before delivery. So you'll take the order, you'll go out to the property, you'll shoot the job, but before you actually send them the edited media, they need to pay you. So that's before delivery. And then we do a couple different ways here at WOW. Most of our invoices right now is either we invoice weekly or monthly. So at WOW, we are still sending weekly and monthly invoices. We send monthly invoices to our very large clients and our companies or our brokerages. So if you're interested on brokerage plans, we talked about that in the first podcast. Uh, please feel free to go back and take a listen to that. That is how we saw exponential growth here at WOW. And one of the requirements is we invoice those brokerage clients monthly. So if you're shooting 300 jobs for a client, they don't want 25 invoices a day. You know, they want one invoice every month. Even if you're doing a large client that does 100 with you a year, they don't want to invoice in the busy season every day. Uh, you know, say they do 20 in the busy season in a month. There's 20 working days typically in a month. They don't want 20 invoices. We've had our 
very large agents request, they just send me one invoice a month and I'll pay you. Uh, typically, one thing to think about on that is while you have to wait a little bit longer to get paid because you're grouping it all into a month, all of those clients send me a check. So for me, that's our top agents and our top revenue in the company. So I save the processing fees because they send me a check. We've got a great relationship with me. They always pay and uh, we save on the processing fees. That, that's a really great point because yeah, those credit card fees, that they can add up, especially if, if you're shooting a higher volume of, of listings, that, that 3% that, that you can take a hit there. Yeah, it, it's real money. And especially when you look at it over the course of the year, I mean, that's money that you've paid out that could do many other things. No matter the invoice method that you choose, so regardless of where you collect, so before the order, before delivery or weekly or monthly, uh, a great thing to have is auto payment. I know I use auto payment on almost every one of my bills uh, where I log into the system, I input on, on my electric, on my gas, on my house payment. I put in my payment method and I say just auto pay the bill. Uh, that is one thing that we find that many agents use. Uh, they will log into Spiro, they will input their credit card information, and then they will put all of their invoices on auto pay. That's good for you and that's good for them. They don't have to think about it. You automatically get paid right when the invoice is created. And that's almost one way that you can go outside of the pay before order and pay before delivery to give them the flexibility to get an invoice, but you get paid immediately. Right, so of, of all those methods, the, the different methods that we could invoice our clients, um, I. I think it's fairly obvious, but which one is going to minimize the most not getting paid? Yeah, so the, the way that you can minimize not getting paid is either you have to require it before they place the order, and then you get paid as the order comes in, you get your money, or you have to require payment before they deliver the media. So those are the right. two main ways. Once, honestly, you, you do both. Honestly, once you're past that point in the timeline, you're just going to have to go to a, a typical collecting of like a net 30 or whatever your terms are, but it's really on them to make sure that they pay you back. Okay, Todd. Now in the situation where um, you've done everything you can, you've sent out some email reminders for that client that hasn't paid yet. Maybe, you know, you have that situation. Maybe you haven't required payment on order or payment on uh, download. What's the best way to try and still get paid without and I know this is hard, but without ruining the relationship or just handling it as professionally as we can? Yeah, great question. So I, I typically struggle with this because I feel bad that they haven't paid me. But you should get rid of that thinking. Now, you did a service for them. You did a good service and you delivered what you said you were going to deliver. It is fine to contact them and to call them and to connect with them about why or when they can pay you. So first off, don't feel bad about reaching out to them. Secondly, please understand that realtors get three to 500 emails a day. And mm. I'm somewhat uh, you know, estimating there, but they get a lot of emails a day and they're very busy. So email is maybe not your best way to begin collecting on past due invoices. Uh, a text message, I know in Spiro, we build out after so many emails, a text message is sent out because we find that the agents communicate better via text message. 
And then your last form of communication is just simply with a call. So we have a billing department here at WOW. Uh, if you don't have a billing department, then you need to set some time apart if you have past due invoices to simply reach out and call. I can't tell you how many times that we call down the list and we collect most of that money. Uh, so those are really your main options to get the money from the agent. Sure. Now, what what about that awkward situation where the the client is just not responding via text? They're not answering your calls. Where do we go from there? Yeah. So if you basically have an agent that's ghosting you and you can't get a hold of them, uh, I in the past have gone to the broker or the manager, and um, now you have to fill out those situations a little bit. But ultimately, that agent's a reflection of the company, of the broker or the manager. And brokers and managers want agents who have good standings with their vendors. So that's an option. Your final option is just to go to a collection company. Hmm. Now, the high points on a collection company, you have to have so much bad debt to send a collection company before they'll accept your accept those tasks of trying to collect that money. Uh, expect to spend 25 to 33% or higher of the invoiced amount of what they collect paying the collection company. So for example, if you have an invoice of $100 and you pay the, the collection company 25% of that, if they collect the money, you're, you're giving them $25 or they've earned $25. You're only collecting $75 on that $100 invoice. So you're going to give up a good amount of money, but it's a necessary thing to be able to collect uh, revenue that's owed to you. Right. If, if it's a smaller amount that's, that's outstanding and you're, you're not getting paid for and it doesn't rise to the level of a collection agency, at that point, do you just write it off? Yeah, it, it, you really have to decide in your own business logic. Your only other alternative is, is to take them to small claims court. Hmm. Uh, so you can either take them to small claims, you can take them uh, through an attorney. Uh, sometimes an, a letter from an attorney could do, could do the trick. However, understand if you go to your attorney and draft a letter, it's probably going to be about a hundred bucks for them to drop draft a letter. So <laughs> yeah, you, you're, yeah. you're kind of, your really best bet is one, make it simple for them. If it becomes a problem collecting money, put up the barriers, have them pay on the order or before delivery, and then just try to connect with them as a, as a, as a, from a human to human perspective. Typically we found over the years and in the 12,000 jobs we did last year, we have a very small percent of bad debt that we write off. Uh, people want to pay. They get busy and uh, life happens. They don't mean anything by it. And uh, don't take it offensively. Just bring it to their attention in a, in a polite, in a polite and, and kind fashion. And a lot of times they pay. That's all really good information. Todd, thanks for sharing that this week. Um, it, it's something we all have to deal with at some point. So something you definitely have to talk about and be, and be prepared for. So thanks again for, for your knowledge and your insight. Hey, always a pleasure to be here. And if anyone has any questions, uh, you can reach out to us. Uh, we are hello at spiral.media. Uh, if you'd like to contact Craig directly, uh, he is Craig at Spiro.media. And uh, we are here to answer any questions you have. Of course, if you have questions about Spiro, we'd love to answer them. But if you have just a real estate industry question, hey, we'd love to help out. Absolutely. Thanks for taking a few minutes to, uh, to watch or listen to this podcast. And uh, we'll be back again next week with another question about the business side of bu the business of real estate media. Have a great week. Enjoy what you've been blessed with and take a breath.